0: Welcome to Girl Power. We are the Bad and Bougie Boss Ladies on a phenomenal journey to help you discover your power, passion, and purpose at the convergence of love, romance, and finance. I'm your host, Kisi Monique, along with my co-host Curtisha, Cherie, and Christian. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for a half hour of Girl Power, Empowered to Be Her. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Good morning, and welcome to Girl Power. I'm your host, Kesey Monique, authoress, coach to women, mentor, and entrepreneur. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Tumblr at I am Kesey Monique, so eloquently loving me. Last week, we talked about pillars of unshakable confidence. This week, we're going to talk about reasons why you need confidence in your life, and I'm going to give you three reasons for having confidence in your life. Let me tell you a story from years ago. As a teenager, I remember doing hair. I was a teenager who had to learn how to eat. And when I say learn how to eat, I don't mean physically, but I developed a hunger for my talents and the reason being why I developed this hunger because physically I was hungry. I told you how my mother was on drugs and my father was ambivalent. Well, there was a stepfather as well. He was on drugs and there was a stepmother who I call the step monster. Nonetheless, I had to feed myself. These folks were not making sure that my needs were met. My friends at the time, they were all sexually active. They had ways that they were able to make money that were not feasible for me. One young lady, she was able to lie and get a job at a prestigious company working overnight. So she went to high school during the day, went home, slept went to work overnight, and somehow was able to manage getting her homework done. Never failed, never missed a test, like she was on it. However, I didn't have the means to get that kind of ID, and I didn't have a way to get to that job. But now I knew other friends were doing strange things for some change. I didn't want to do that. So I had to figure out a way to do something so that I can eat. Last week, I told you about how my aunt would say this food was specifically for her daughter. So I could not eat any of that food. And yes, legally, I was still the child. I was not able to secure any type of government assistance or anything like that. At least if I was, I didn't know anything about it. Nonetheless, my confidence was through the floor. I didn't have a problem with the hand-me-down clothes because they were cute, but I rarely got anything new unless my grandmother bought it or my grandmothers because both of them would do things for me. My dad's mom, she was somewhat limited after granddaddy died. However, she still made it her business to take care of me. And she told me up until my 18th birthday, I have fought for you. I have advocated for you. I knew what type of son I had, and I'm sorry that he didn't step up for you, but now I need you to use your voice and advocate for yourself. And I was terrified, terrified to say anything to my dad about my needs. I felt like he's my dad. He should know. Like, Why do I have to say anything to this man about anything pertaining to my needs. Hear me out. I knew that my dad had some kind of problem. I just didn't know what it was. That is until I became an adult and began to have my own children and later discovered that he was sick to the point of no return. He had Lou Gehrig's disease. And one of the most selfish things that he did to me was called me on Christmas Day. Christmas is truly my favorite holiday, not because of all the gifts and all of that, but because of the season, the reason for the season and the family gathering and the opportunities to give, to give gifts, you know, physically, materially, to give gifts spiritually and mentally, like just having conversations with family members laughing and talking and reminiscing and that type of thing. This particular Christmas he calls 2005. This was a rough year for me already because one loved one was tragically taken that August. We buried him on the day Hurricane Katrina made landfall. Little did I know five days later I was going to lose my favorite aunt And what's crazy about our relationship, we only had three years together. Of course, she was my aunt all of these years, but I didn't know her. For one, because we lived in different states and she did not know how I would receive her. So she had to wait until she was able to meet me in person. But I feel like those were three of the most blessed years of my life. For the record... This aunt is my co-host, Cherie's mother. I did not know I would lose her five days later after Christmas. So what my dad did that I feel was very selfish. He recollected every time that I pleaded and begged him to be in a father-daughter relationship with me. He apologized and said he didn't know why he didn't do it. He just didn't. He had the means. He had the time. He just didn't make time. He said, and daughter, you asked me for money, and I had it, but I just didn't give it to you. So one of my brothers, he's a firefighter, we we have the same father and different mothers. He shared with me that he and our dad had the best relationship ever. And I just couldn't see it. And I explained to him, "You are wearing rose-colored glasses and I need you to take them off and see it for what it is. Now, if you loved him, the way you loved him that's your business. No one can take that from you. But the truth is the truth is the truth. You cannot hide from the truth. Period. So daddy says to me all of these things. And when I told my brother, it took me to a dark place because I remember times when I could not feed myself. I remember needing food and going to the refrigerator and all that was there was a jug of water. My stepfather later told me there were times that they had gotten paid, he and my mother, he remembers me knocking on the door saying that I was hungry and I wanted something from McDonald's that was probably a dollar or two and they didn't even have it. Want to talk about confidence? My confidence was probably knocking on hell's doors. That's how low it was. But I was in a crisis. So At times, I would go to my grandmother's house when she would be in town or when she didn't have things to do because after granddaddy died, she just started traveling the world and hanging out with senior citizens. Like she did her thing, she just refused to sit idle. Like, grandmommy lived literally 36 years after my granddaddy's death. So, when she was home, eating was never an option. She never knew. To the extent that I was hungry. I I don't know why I didn't tell her. I don't know why my dad didn't try to know. I, I don't know. I feel like a part of him was angry at my mother. And I was the person who caught all of the backlash because of it. So he comes to me and he tells me these things on his deathbed. Yes, I feel it was very selfish. Because now... There is no mending our relationship. We can't go have donuts and chocolate milk, which is my favorite, like having a twister or a glazed donut or a cinnamon donut or even a chocolate bar. Man, when I tell you those were my favorite, and I can remember when I went to Monroe Junior High School in Inglewood, California, and we would get off the bus on Crenshaw and 108th at the Winchell's right there. Man, I was hitting them folks up every morning with my order for a Twister, a chocolate bar, and a glazed donut and a bottle of chocolate milk. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am every morning that I went to school. And I wanted to do these things with my dad. So being that he had the opportunity to spend this kind of time with me, that meant he had opportunity to pour into me. But it seemed as though he only wanted to pour into me when I may have gotten in trouble and he wanted to browbeat me with the Bible. And that's exactly how I felt. Let me tell you why. Thankfully, I know the word of God for myself now. The Bible tells us to study to show yourself approved. So, thankfully, I did not run from the word of God because of his actions. And I... Unction anyone who may have been church hurt or hurt by someone in the church or someone from another church or whatever. If you know anything about the word of God, it's not based upon whatever that person did to you. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Your relationship with Jesus is your relationship with Jesus. And your relationship with the Holy Spirit is your relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Bible calls it the Trinity. Okay, back on point however there were no making amends because we lived in two different states and there was no way for him to get out that bed and have donuts and chocolate milk even if i were at home and could bring it to him he he couldn't eat it he couldn't he was losing all of his muscle functions i would have been devastated if i would have seen my dad in that state not being able to Help himself at all. It was not something mentally and emotionally I was prepared to handle. I loved him dearly, and yes, I forgave him, but I had to keep forgiving him throughout the years because I would get so angry because situations in my life would come up. Number one, dating. I had no keys to understand how dating even worked, what it was about. And no, there's no 100% absolute blueprint, but I had no guidance. So I did what I thought was right. Like if I didn't want to kiss, you were not kissing me. If I didn't want you touching me, you weren't touching me. And that's just how I rolled. I didn't know how to have a filter on certain things. I, If I felt a young man was ugly I told him you you're ugly and I didn't necessarily mean physically because I mean yeah I mean you want to go out with somebody fine but looks were not everything to me but if I felt like he had it a nasty attitude or an ugly personality, I did not hold back on telling it. Like I had no filter on it. Nonetheless, my confidence was knocking on hell's doors. It was so low. I sought approval from everyone and people used me. They mistreated me and emotionally abused me. Now, I've never been physically battered, but those who have gone through the physical part of it, my heart definitely he goes out to you nonetheless six months later he was gone i had to continuously forgive him for everything over and over and over again so here's the three reasons why you need confidence in your life especially if no one ever told you that you matter. Number one, to have confidence in your life sets the tone of how you want to be treated, how you allow people to treat you. Where I stand today, no one not my husband, not my children, not anyone else's children, whoever, will be accepted into my personal space if they don't respect my tone. So when I walk into a room, people know not to play with me. They know I'm about my business. A lot of times people have mistaken my face to be a baby face, to be so young. So I've been told I'm innocent looking. I've been told that I just don't look like the type of a person that would be rah-rah or rowdy or whatever. And technically, I'm not. But I believe that we all have a little rowdy in us if you push the right button. Yes, I do. Nonetheless, my looks have been mistaken for weakness. You've heard where people have said they've taken your kindness for weakness. So, I've had that happen a lot, which is why I had to set the tone. People still try, but they get it the first time. And if they don't, then they know I withdraw with no problem number two it helps you to draw boundaries having confidence helps you to draw boundaries and you do not let people cross those boundaries and if they insist on crossing those boundaries guess what you check them real quick in the most professional respectful and customer oriented way and if they insist that they're not going to respect them, then yeah, that that button has been pushed and you got to give them what they came for. Boundaries. Y'all ought to go on Amazon and order that book. It's Boundaries, Boundaries in Dating, Boundaries with Children. They have a whole series of boundaries, amazing books. Just go on Amazon and type in the search bar Boundaries and you will see it it, when I tell you, it helped me. Number three, a reason why you need confidence in your life is it helps you to continuously build your self-confidence. It's not a one and done, okay, I got it. No, you have to continue to work at it. If you've ever prayed and said, oh my God, Lord, please heal me of this, you know, whatever this may be, could be physical, could be mental, could be emotional, whatever. But if you've ever asked God to heal you of something, you still have to work to stay healed. It's not a one and done. If you've ever experienced an attack in your physical body or your emotional or spiritual body, You still have to work to stay healed. It does not just go away. And, oh, okay, it's a one and done. I'm healed. I don't ever have to worry about this anymore. Oh, the temptation comes back. It comes back. So let me tell you, if you're struggling with some things, you have to continuously work to build that self-confidence. It doesn't just go away. I found a scripture that I wanted to add this week from Joshua 1.9. And it says, "Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go." He promised us that He would never leave us or forsake us. And sometimes we'll say, "God, I thought you were going to be there." Blah, blah 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 blah. We go into all this stuff, all these crying spells and temper tantrums and yada yada yada. But guess what? sometimes, this is just the analogy of Kesey, sometimes the proctor is silent during the test. I had to find that out. He's there. He's just silent. And sometimes he's just waiting on us to say, Abba, Father, I surrender all. Here, Lord, I'm nailing this to the cross. Here, Lord, deliver me. I need deliverance again. I failed whatever the case may be, but he commanded us to be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be frightened and don't be dismayed because he's right there. So whether you're trying to make a move to become an entrepreneur, whether you need a coach to help you get on track. And yes, I have a coach. I have a coach. We had a very good conversation yesterday, and I I was highly impressed with how fast she gave me the information I was looking for. And saying that to say, it boosted my confidence in an area where I was weak. And I'll talk about it later on down the line once I get established in this area, but When I say a breath of fresh air just came over me, like the Lord just said, here it is, daughter, boom, and dropped it in my lap. And I was like, oh my God, this is information I needed. We normally connect once a week, but what I'm gonna do is take a couple of weeks to develop this plan. And then I'm going to get back with her because I want to step back to her with the assignment that I was given. And it's crazy why I love her coaching style is because I'm the same way. I give you assignments to do and I expect them to be done. I don't want no excuses. If you need a little extra time between meetings or what have you, I don't mind that. But just do your work because it's essential for you. It helps to build your confidence. That was actually four. But those main three, it sets the tone of how you want and allow people to treat you. It helps you to draw boundaries and you have to continuously build your self-confidence. These are reasons why you need confidence in your life. That concludes this week's segment of confidence. Be sure to tune in next week because we will be talking about the secret language of rock solid, confident people. Where do you stand in that? Also, there have been some adjustments to my course. So what I am doing is publishing the first chapter. With the first chapter, it will be free. So you'll be able to have that teaser to see what you will be able to get with the entire course. You can give me feedback, you can talk about things that you would like to see. I would like for everyone to take a moment and take the free course so that you can at least see where I'm going with the whole idea of confidence. No longer is my confidence knocking on hell's doors, it's now knocking on heaven's doors. Girl power, stand in your power. Pursue your passion, define your purpose, and as always, keep it pretty in pink.